good afternoon people i hope that you have had thus far a blessed and a peaceful day and that doesn't mean that you didn't come up against any struggles you didn't come up against any temptation you didn't come up against anybody that came at you sideways somebody that was angry somebody who has low self-esteem and they don't know how to deal with it so they take it out on you somebody who has not accepted Jesus Christ is their Lord and peaceful Savior. Not saying that you didn't come up against any of that, but I hope that you have been blessed to know that God's eyes are still upon you. He is El Roy. He, God sees. He sees everything. He sees. He has seen every tear. He has seen every wrong deed. He has truly seen every person who came up against you maliciously he has seen that it has not went past his seeing it has not went past his hearing he sees it and as i minister to you i minister to myself that god sees clearly he sees the struggle he sees the temptation but most of all he sees you pressing he sees that you're trying he sees that I'm trying. What are we trying to do? We're trying to follow him. We're trying to hear his voice. We're hungry to hear his voice. We're hungry. We're looking for him in the clouds. We're looking for him behind trees. When we go into a different room in the house, we're looking for him. We're looking for anything that looks like God. We're looking for anything that's a confirmation of what we've prayed and asked him for. So God sees, he knows, and the struggle, the struggle, we're not in it alone. Does it feel like it? Yes, everything in us says it feels like I'm in this by myself. But God's word is who he is and he's not a liar. He does not deceive us. And because he is his word and his word is who he is, he says that he will not leave us nor forsake us. And he says that the battle, it doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to me. But the battle is the Lord's. He will fight the battle. We just have to pray and ask him to give us a heart that's tender towards him. Hearing that's tender towards him. So that when we hear him, that we're quick. We are quick to obey him. And I ask that God give us a spirit and an attitude and a mind to quickly obey, to quickly know that it is his voice and to follow him. Because one thing God loves dearly are his children. God loves his children. He loves us. And I believe that it is his good pleasure to see us over to the other side. So that's good news. We don't feel it I know I don't feel it right now. Even as I pour out and minister to you, I don't feel it. <clears throat> I don't feel like God is with me. I don't feel like he's ordered my steps. But those are feelings. And feelings can lead us down a path of destruction. So then comes the choice to choose. Do we believe the word of God? Do we believe the report of the Lord? And the report of the Lord is that he said that he is close to the brokenhearted. 
but the proud he knows from afar. He resists the proud. The word says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He's not going to do it because it's not in his nature. It's not in his character to do it. So that's good news. And so I wanted to talk to you just a few minutes about apologies. I want to talk to you about rendering an apology. Let me say this off the cuff. Let me say this from the gate. An apology is not about you. When I go to apologize, the apology is not about me. The apology is about the person that we are rendering the apology to. The apology is not a time for you to say that, well, if you wouldn't have did so-and-so, I wouldn't have had to apologize. An apology is about that person. The apology is about that person's feelings in that moment. So an apology is not selfish. An apology has nothing to do with you. And when I apologize, it has nothing to do with me. And this is how you render a sincere apology. This is how it should go. Not if I offended you because the person has come to you and said that you offended me. You hurt me. You damaged me. You scarred me. You made me cry. So they've already let you know that you have offended them, that you have hurt them. So you don't go to the person and say, if I offended you, no. <clears throat> How you word it is you say, that I offended you, I apologize. That I offended you, I apologize. And you own it. You own it from the moment that you give it. If it comes up again, you own it. You re-own it. If they bring it up again, that I offended you, I apologize. And you own it. And you don't make it about you. And this is what you don't say. Well, if I offended you, I apologize. But if you hadn't said what you did, I wouldn't have said what I did. No, sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, ma'am. Because you have to own what you did what you said and you have to own it from that point and if it comes up again you have to own it that is how we render a sincere apology because if I tell you that you hurt me you're not in my heart you're not in my soul you don't know what you said how much it hurt me because you, you don't have the feelings that I do and if I'm telling you that you hurt me, your position should be that I hurt you. I apologize. And then we go further to something else. And, and if it's a person that they're always hurt, they're always offended. Something always, you know, takes them to a, a place of hurt. Something always offends them. <clears throat> then that is a person that you need to critique your relationship with them. Because if you're in a relationship with a person that is always constantly offended, then you need to readjust that relationship and no longer put yourself in a place 
where they're always wounded. They're always offended. They're always coming to you saying, well, you know, remember that day you had on the red shirt and, you know, we were sitting having lunch. You had Sonic and I had Taco Bell. And, you know, it was just the way that you looked at me when you bit your taco that, you know, it just really made me feel like, you know, it, it just, my self-esteem has been, and you looking around like, okay, so the way I ate my food offended just a person who is always offended by minor things you have to pray and ask God to show you how to readjust that relationship because you definitely don't want to be in a relationship and tied down in a relationship with a person who is always so easily offended because that can be draining and I used to be that person that was so easily offended my feelings I wore on my shirt sleeve my feelings, I would come and hand them to you and say, hurt my feelings, hurt my feelings. And I could not live without my daily dose of being offended. But God has delivered me to where I'm tougher now. I'm stronger now. And my sissy dude told me years ago, she said, Keisha, you have to get a tougher skin. And God has given me a tougher skin. I'm not where I want to be all the way. But thank God. Through him using the vessel, I am now not where I used to be. And I thank God for that. Because we don't, we can't be so easily hurt and be strong men and women of God to carry forth the word of God to people who really need it if we're always hurt, if we're always so easily offended, if we're always so easily wounded. So we have to pray for tougher skin if we're easily offended. If it's something that, you know, God will show you, you're too easily offended. That should not have damaged you so much. You need to pray to me for strength and I will strengthen you, says the Lord. So I hope and I feel like this will be, there will be a part two to this because being easily offended and always hurt is something, it, it, is, it is a stronghold it is um, something that will keep us from moving in the things of God because it's a burden. It is a burden when you're always so easily offended. So pass this podcast to two people that you know need encouragement. They need to be ministered to about being easily offended and they need to be ministered to about how to give a respectable and a godly apology because we'll never stop growing. We never stop learning and we can always learn from one another. So know that better, greater, it is sooner, not later. And know that God has not done his best work yet. And as I minister to you, I so minister to myself. Pray for me, I'll pray for you. The day's not over yet. You still have time to do something for somebody that you would not ordinarily do something for. I love you and until next time, bye-bye.